Hi, Alan. Well, thank you for that. And I will just say, this is not legal advice. This is legal information. Please don't take any action on what you hear today without getting advice specific to your circumstances first. Thank you. So Jeanette Jifkins from Onyx Legal. And what I want to talk about today is something many of you may or may not have heard of, and that's revenue share deals. So hands up anyone who has heard of revenue share deals before. A couple of people. Yeah. Okay. So a revenue share deal is an opportunity to do business. It is different from a partnership and it is different from a joint venture, but it is most closely related to a joint venture. The common way it works is where someone with unique skills and knowledge goes into a relationship with a business that is working really well up to a point but needs or wants to scale, change, restructure, do something to improve and change for the future. It works best when there's essentially what is a strategic partner, the person with the ideas and the knowledge and the experience to help improve a business and an operations partner, the person with a business that wants wants to change and grow, but just doesn't have that knowledge and skills. The way they work is two people come together. It's similar to coaching. It's a way to leverage coaching. So Dave, listen up. Um, <laughs> so for example, um, I know a international business coach um, who runs, I think he's involved in about eight different revenue share deals. Uh, and that comprises about half of his income. And the way it works is he has phenomenal skills and experience, and he's also a very hard taskmaster. He works with people who have businesses that he believes in that are out there doing something effective and doing it well, but have huge opportunity for growth and scale. He brings in his knowledge, his experience, his networks, um, and his ability to promote. So what he, the way he puts together a revenue share deal is it's relationship-based to start with. Both partners need to trust each other. He comes in and he provides effectively the business coaching behind that, the growth of that business. And that business does, continues to operate the way they have been, but they also implement the ideas that he has shared with them that they believe will be most effective. And in terms of the way the revenue share, the actual payment side of things works is, for example, there'll be a base revenue. So this business might be making, um, you know, $500,000 a year before the coach becomes involved. And that's the base revenue. And then revenue share will be calculated either on a um, per product sale revenue or the business whole of revenue and it's from the base revenue up so for example it might be 10 percent of whatever they make over base revenue and it's usually paid on a monthly or a quarterly or an annual basis um, usually monthly or quarterly are the most common i've seen most of these agreements are perpetual agreements so they're never ending 
Um, there are provisions that we write into the agreements to allow one or either party to exit on terms. Um, but the opportunity for the business is they don't have to make outlays, they're paying on performance. The opportunity for the coach is you don't have to have ownership, you don't have to have control, you don't have to be involved in the day-to-day -day in the business, but you can get the benefit of your contribution to that business. So it's a win-win for both parties. And the thing is, revenue share deals work when there is a win-win perspective from both parties. There are certainly people out there who go, oh, I'm going to get screwed if I get involved in this kind of a deal and therefore it's not for me. But that's your attitude from the beginning. Don't touch it because it won't work for you. It's not the right structure or strategy for you to build your business going forward. For the people it does work for, it works extremely well. There are different factors to consider, like the contribution. Some people say, oh, you know, I'll work with a coach, I'll pay them for this amount of time. And that coach then, you know, you might grow your business significantly. And once the coach st stops working with you, they lose the benefit of what they've contributed to your business. But in a revenue share deal, they get an ongoing income as a result of what they shared, but their contribution to what you do in your business might significantly reduce. It depends on what you're doing and how it works. They become a trusted advisor. So there's someone who is available there. And it may be if you're wanting to scale quickly, that they're very involved in the business for say the first year or two years. And then they might be someone you talk to once a quarter. Uh, but the benefit is they've got a recurring revenue for all of the time and the effort they put in in helping you in the first place, but they're also not interfering with the way you run your business. They're just there to contribute. It's When it works, it's beautiful. It's just like art. It's just fantastic to see. Um, but again, it's not for everyone. And it does require a great deal of trust on the part of both parties and the right personalities to be involved. So that is something to think about. Alternatives to a revenue share deal are joint ventures. So for example, um, Dre and Phil, you might go into a joint venture to help build a my screen just changed significantly. Um, Dre and Phil, you've got um, complementary skills. You might go into a joint venture to build a set of websites for a particular industry um, and set them all up as local business websites and then sell them to local businesses. Because Phil's got the graphic design skills, Dre's got the web dev skills, um, you can contribute to a venture and build something that both of you can benefit from. So that's a different type of structure. A partnership structure is where the people who come into the partnership both have 100% responsibility for the partnership, whether they know what the other partner is doing or not. So partnerships are not a structure we recommend. Uh, and then there's all the other traditional sort of companies and sole traders and all of that sort of thing. Um, so revenue shares are an alternative to what's out there. They work well in online business and we are seeing them working um, really well in that space. Um, I'm going to publish an article on that very shortly uh, and I hope you all have some interest.
put it on Be Connected World. Uh, it'll be on my website. I can provide you with a snapshot for Be Connected World. That's it. You just put the first couple of lines and then link it through. Get more traffic. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks for that. It's uh, interesting uh, information because you've got, as you said, you've got the uh, joint ventures, which are timed. You can just do it for a project. Uh, but with the um, revenue sharing, that can be more long-term. Yep. Yeah. And it also, it may be very beneficial for people who don't have the financial ability to, you know, invest in getting a, a top quality coach mm. in upfront, um, but would like to build that kind of trusted long-term relationship. Excellent. Anybody else got any questions? If you have, just put your, um, uh, your hand up there, the, uh, the virtual one. And uh, Jeanette will be able to answer your questions for you. Everybody's still contemplating what it is. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Mark. Um, can you can you use this international as well? Yeah, or of course. This, yeah, okay. Yep. So if I so have somebody in, in Australia and I'm here in Montreal, we can still do that, that uh, re revenue share. Yep. So I've, um, I know of one between the UK and Canada that we worked with, um, another between Hong Kong and Australia, another between New Zealand and the US. Um, so it doesn't really matter where you are in the world. We write provisions in to operationalize the ability to do it internationally. Uh, it's not that complicated. Okay. And what, what is the cost to doing that agreement between the two, uh, two people? Is there, it depends on the work you have to do, of course, but in general, what, what can you uh, look at as a cost? Okay, in, so uh, you're looking at a starting cost of about 2750 and it goes up from there, depending on the level of complexity of what you want. Yeah. What gives you an idea of what, uh, beautiful, yeah. thank you for... Yeah. Thanks for that. That would be uh, Australian dollars, Jeanette. Yes, it would. Yeah. Okay, Stuart. How are you doing there? I'll let just leave my. That's what I look like anyway. My video is doing some interesting things today. Thanks, Zoom. Um, but anyway, I've seen this opportunity come forth a number of times, um, and for us, it goes like this. Oh, look, I think we should enter into a profit sharing arrangement. You do all of the digital work. I've had the idea. Thanks very much. And I always come back and say, thanks, but no thanks. Um, I, we might sign an NDA. Oh, that, that's, oh, gee, I could sign an NDA uh, 10 times a day. Um, but it, it always seems to be code for you do all the work and I'll sit back and take the profit margin. So I think... It's always, um, yes, beware, but they are certainly out there. There are certainly opportunities to do this. Um, and um, yeah, look, and you would have seen this and I guess been in the middle of, of these discussions when there's an imbalance in tasks and roles as well, Jeanette, and probably solved many discussions, shall we say. <laughs> well, the situation that you're talking about, Stuart, where you usually prepare them as joint ventures as opposed to revenue share, um, specifically for the challenges that you're identifying, and that a joint venture gives you the opportunity to very clearly identify roles and responsibilities and that it's a joint purpose and that people have to contribute equally um, 
or can measure it with their interest in that venture and that it's for a fixed term, it's not for a long term. Um, revenue shares work really well where one party hasn't got an expectation that their partner is going to come in and do everything for them. Um, it would be from your sort of perspective, it would be a revenue share would work if you were providing education and training on how they can do what you do. Um, and it's a unending revenue share. So <clears throat> your knowledge and experience contributes to the growth of their business. Um, and once they've integrated that knowledge and experience in your business, you have a small percentage of their revenue ongoing um, in exchange for having contributed that knowledge and experience, but it wouldn't be you doing the work. It would you be you providing the education? But it all still starts with that uh, relationship and trust. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, and clear understanding of of expectations. That's where these kind of deals fall down. Is where the expectations are unbalanced, like Stuart just identified. And this this is where what you do is before you sign anything, you call Onyx Legal. <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. That's it. You get it right. And that's uh, the whole thing, as, uh, as uh, Phil has said, it's a relationships and everything else. And another reason why you need to be able to learn how to read each other and understand the other person. Oh, you had to throw that one in, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You know, Jay's giving me control of the room. That's his mistake. You know, his fault. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Alan's bringing the table.